Vanda Campa from the Department of Advanced Biomedical Science, University Federico II of Naples. This review myocardial perfusion imaging for diabetes, key points from the evidence and the clinical questions to be answered, provides an overview on the rule of myocardial perfusion imaging in the diagnosis and risk assessment of patients with diabetes and suspected or known coronary artery disease. Pathophysiology that links diabetes to cardiovascular disease is a complex and multifactorial phenomenon evolving over time and involving both large and small vessels. Myocardial perfusion imaging by both SPECT and PET has become an important tool for discriminating normal from diseased myocardial tissue and monitoring myocardial blood flows leading to the evaluation of almost overall physiological consequences of the macro and microvascular impairment involved in the diabetic patients. Key points uh, uh, regarding SPECT imaging are that uh, SPECT uh, uh, imaging has a high prognostic power in risk stratifying and correctly reclassifying patients uh, with diabetes in the different pretest risk category. In particular, asymptomatic diabetic patients at intermediate high, like Kelly or Avocad, should be referred for stress myocardial perfusion imaging. And in the presence of uh, abnormal perfusion and the reduced stress left ventricular ejection fraction, a clinical weighted decision should be considered according to the high acceleration in the risk uh, over time. Key points from published evidence by PET-CT data outlined that the presence of a functional impairment assessed by PET-CT help in identifying diabetic patients at a higher risk of cardiac events. Moreover, both CAC score, coronary flow reserve assessment, and the combination of these two parameters, but not stress-induced ischemia, were predictors of cardiac events in a court of patients with suspected CAD. As a conclusion and in future direction, we can say that among different imaging modalities, myocardial perfusion imaging has been demonstrated to be a potent risk stratifier in patients with suspected or known coronary artery disease. A possible benefit to apply the screening in diabetes should be the use of these non-invasive imaging methods to identify patient subgroups for different treatment strategy. However, this possibility remains unproved. Thus, clinical research should focus on the design specific randomized trials using the lessons learned by the past to assess the real possible utility of an imaging-guided approach to diabetic patients' treatment.